Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Today, you're with Clay Clark. Clay, thank you for joining us. Thank you for allowing me to be here with you today. I appreciate you. Of course. So can you go ahead and tell us how the Reawaken Tour began? Well, um, you know, if we can all go back in our minds, uh, let's say three years ago, two and a half years ago, uh, when we all started first hearing about a lockdown, um, I own businesses. I start businesses. People pay me to grow their companies. And for people that want to verify that's true, you can go to thrivetimeshow.com, thrivetimeshow.com. And uh, so I'm, you know, doing my life just like we all were growing companies. And I have a little niche that I'm in where people pay me to help them grow their businesses. And our Thrive Time Show podcast has a worldwide audience. And we had been number one on iTunes uh, six times. And so people started asking me, listeners texting, emailing, commenting, hey, what are we going to do if there's a lockdown? And so uh, I'm a critical thinker. I don't do groupthink. Uh, don't really do mainstream media. Uh, don't really do uh, pop culture, anything. And so I researched and I found that the, the, the models that said 2.2 million people would die from COVID, they were false. I found that the, the models were false. I found that the polymerase chain reaction test they were going to use, the COVID test, the PCR test, um, those could be falsely calibrated to inflate the number of cases. Uh, I found that COVID was treatable using hydroxychloroquine on the NIH website. This is all before the lockdowns. I found that the system and method for testing for COVID-19, the system and method for testing for COVID-19 was patented in 2015. And I found that the fourth industrial revolution or the Great Reset was the plan. And so I thought to myself, self, I'm going to go, you know, tell the mayors, tell the governors, tell the congressmen, tell them all what the plan is. That way we can stop it. And uh, none of the governors, doctors uh, that were none of the, the, the state doctors, none of the governors, none of the congressional folks, none of the senators were willing to do anything, nor did they actually uh, think it was going to happen. Uh, they seemed like they were okay with the idea of a lockdown. And so I told my wife, if they do a lockdown in Tulsa, I will sue the mayor of Tulsa, Oklahoma, and uh, to keep our city open, and I will turn our building into a church. And so that's what I did. Um, and then the result of that turned into thousands of people coming to these weekly, um, you might call it a rally or a weekly church service, but basically every Thursday I've turned my building into a church. And uh, people would just show up in droves during the lockdowns. And at one of those events, General Flynn came to uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma to endorse a senator candidate by the name of Pastor Jackson Lawmeyer, who's a, a guy that never shut his church down. And uh, General Flynn and I hit it off. And I, I, I called him and I said, hey, sir, I feel... I said, I don't, I'm not saying that God's telling you, but I feel like God is telling me that uh, I'm supposed to uh, put together an event where we share the truth about election fraud, medical fraud, religious fraud, monetary fraud, and get people back to God. And uh, he said, I know, but it has to happen through the church. And so that's how it started. And uh, I thought we'd do one event. Uh, the first event we had, uh, it's kind of crazy. We had 7 million people that watched the first event. You know, we had Jim Caviezel and Mike Lindell and all these folks. Um, and then we had, um, you know, 50,000 plus people that requested a ticket and we only could accommodate 5,000 people. And so General Flynn called me and said, could you do another one? And so here we are now. I think this is our 22nd event that I'm leaving for in about uh, six hours to Miami, Florida. And uh, it's so uh, I, I let people name their price uh, because I feel like that's what God wants us to do. And uh, so I don't make any money from these. So it's the most it's the most time consuming thing I've ever been ever been a part of. And it makes no money. And uh, but I feel like I think we're supposed to be doing it. And that's what General Flynn and I are doing. That's amazing. What are some of the reactions? Like, as, as you've just said, they often sell out. Is that the case in every single show that people are hungry for this information? Well, we've sold out every one we've done. Um, now, that's, uh, I think what's happening, um, you know, Lindsay, is I think there's a certain group of people that want to know the truth. I don't know that percentage. Um, but let's just say you had a street sign 
and it said, Taylor Swift concert Chiefs game that way. Truth this way. You know, so Kansas City Chiefs, Taylor Swift that way. Um, and truth that way. I think about one out of 100 people go to the truth. And then 99% want to go with the Taylor Swift and the Chiefs concert thing. That, that's what I think. That's how I view it. And I think that, you know, if you had a big sign that said, Chiefs, Taylor Swift, Super Bowl, Madonna, MTV Awards, uh, Barbie movie, about 99% of people go that way. And if you said truth, freedom, God, about 1% go that way. And over time, I'm seeing the number go up in terms of people that want to know the truth. But I think that people have been so consistently lied to that a lot of times the truth doesn't seem even relatable to folks. So when you tell somebody that, hey, look, there's a patent for the system and method for testing for COVID-19 that I did not patent. It's a patent. You can look it up. Just type into Google system and method for testing for COVID-19. And you show it to them, or and you say, hey, why does Bill Gates have a patent? W02020060606. And you, you show them truth, and even though they see the truth, it's not, it doesn't feel good. And I think a lot of people are trying to live their best life now as opposed to be a, live as a living sacrifice for Christ. And so um, that's sort of what our events are doing. We present people with the facts and truth, and some people don't necessarily know what to do with that. So I would say that our events are selling out because we are one of the only events, or I think we are the only event where you can A, name your price, and B, where it's just unapologetic truth. Mm-hmm. You said that in the beginning, General Flint, that it has to be done through the church. Could you elaborate on that? Yeah, uh, and I never want to speak on behalf of uh, General Flynn because I, I, I don't ever want to you know act as though I'm his spokesperson. But I can just say he really, really wants people to, um, he wants the church to wake up. He wants people that call themselves Christians to know what's going on. He thinks that's very important because the Bible, if you look up the Bible, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, um, I'm not being distracted. I'm just going to pull this up because I never want to uh, misquote the Bible. But the Bible states for the fear says, for the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And I could have a whole theological debate with a lot of people right now, but so many people who are my age, I'm 42 and younger, they say, ah, Christ is love. He's love. He's love, bro. Bro, Christ is love, bro. Bro, Christ is love, bro. And so, yes, it's true, okay? God is all about love, true. However, all right, Proverbs 9.10 says, for the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and the knowledge of holy is understanding. So you have to rightly divide it. So you have to love God, but you have to be afraid of God, which is something that I'm working on. Um, you know, another example, like my kids, I love my kids. I got five kids, they're great kids. Um, you want your kids to love you, but they have to have a healthy fear of you in order to be well-disciplined kids, you know? So my kids, we, uh, my oldest kid's 19. My youngest kid is, you know, uh, we got 12, at 12-year-old twins. And we take them out to dinner and people go, oh my gosh, your kids are so well-behaved. Four years ago, we take people, to, took the kids out. People go, your kids are so well-behaved. That time the kids, you know, the youngest kids are eight. Four years before that, you know, the kids are, the youngest kids are four. The oldest kid is 10. People go, your kids are so well-behaved. Yeah, because they have a fear of the Lord, you know? So it's a thing where like they're well-behaved, that we love them, but they have to have a healthy fear of God and his consequences. And it says in the Bible, for uh, he that spareth the rod hateth the child. And we're in a culture right now where you have a large group of, of people, a lot, who 
act as though God just is unconditional forgiveness and you don't need to do anything to demonstrate your love for God. And so in the book of John, and I, 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 again, I don't want to misquote the Bible, but in John, um, John talks about, uh, John 10, 10, it says, the thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and destroy. And I have come that you may have life and they may have it abundantly. Uh, God also says, if you love him, we're supposed to follow his commandments, you know? So it's like, if you love God, you're supposed to keep his commandments. Well, what does that mean? That's John 14. It says, it says just John chapter 14, it says from the Bible, if you love me, you will obey my commandments. Well, that's kind of direct. Okay. Uh, so a lot of people, we say we love God, but do we follow the commandments? I don't know. So that, that's, that's kind of what the reawakened tour is all about is getting people back to God. And it really bothers people because the Republicans, it's, it's very embarrassing for Republicans and it's very demoralizing for Democrats because the Uniparty doesn't really care about what they say they care about. The Republican Party claims to be about limited spending and limited government. But yet it's about massive spending and massive government. And the Democrat Party says that they're in favor of women's rights. But they want to murder babies at scale. It's the baby murder party. So you, you, each party has a hard time with this because both parties are not what they say they are. Mm-hmm. What are you seeing spiritually happen at these reawakened tours? Oh, boy. Have you been to one? Yes. You look so familiar. So which one did you go to? I went to Virginia Beach. Okay, so, um, you know, I, I don't know how you would describe it, but I, I think what happens is is that people view the politics and the, the Bible as two separate ideas. So, uh, and then people go, huh? So let's, let's, let's break it down. So, the, but Revelation chapter 16 in the Bible, and again, folks, I'm just giving you Bible knowledge. I, I, and a lot of people tell me, I've never heard this before. I think a lot of churches don't want to talk about the Bible. It's, you know, they want to do like a self-help thing here. I'm not into self-help. Okay. So Revelation chapter 16 states, this is real stuff. Everyone needs to look this up. You need to assume that I'm making this up. Revelation chapter 16, verse 12, it says, And the sixth angel poured out his vial upon the great river Euphrates, and the water thereof was dried up, that the way of the kings of the east might be prepared. And I saw three unclean spirits like frogs coming out of the mouth of the dragon and out of the mouth of the beast and out of the mouth of the false prophet. For they are the spirits of devils, devils, working miracles, which go forth into the kings of the earth and of the whole world to gather them to that great day of God Almighty. So let's do a recap. The Euphrates River, has it dried up? Yes. And who showed up? You've all know a Harari. The man praised by Obama, Zuckerberg, Gates, MIT, Stanford, Harvard, the false prophet. He showed up when? When the Euphrates River dried up. And guess when the, the China and Russia teamed up? China and Russia teamed up when the Euphrates River dried up. That's the kings of the east. It's happening. It's happening. What? Yeah. Revelation chapter 13, verse 2. Look up the uh, Guardian of Nations statue. The Guardian of Nations statue is the exact physical embodiment of Revelation chapter 13, verse 2. Revelation chapter uh, 13, verse 16 through 18 talks about the mark of the beast. Even Joe Rogan read the mark of the beast on his show. He read the book of Revelation on his show. Well, guess what, folks? Look it up right now. W0202006006. That's the patent number. W02020060606. That's the Microsoft patent number for a cryptocurrency that goes under the skin. Um, the, the word corona itself is 666. Look at that. C's a 3, O's a 15, R's an 18, O's a 15, N's a 14, A's a 1. The word Corona is 666. Um, the Google Chrome logo is 666. The CERN logo is 666. The World Economic Forum logo is 666. CERN is located directly where the Bible says Satan lives. That's Revelation 9-11. What? Yeah, the Bible tells you in the Bible where Satan lives. 
Satan lives in the former temple of Apollo. And that's where CERN is located. CERN is located in the exact physical location where the Bible says Satan lives. That's Geneva. That's why the World Economic Forum's in Geneva. That's why CERN's in Geneva. That's why the Google Chrome logo is 666, and that's what powers CERN. That's why Microsoft chose the patent number W02020060606. That's why Congress is working on legislation called HR666 and HR6666. Meanwhile, people are going, Clay, did you see the new Taylor Swift song? Do you see it? Did you see it? It came out. What do you think about it? And I go, what? What? They go, it's a cruel summer. It's awesome. It's awesome. What? Clay, did you see the Chiefs? The Chiefs are playing this weekend. The Chiefs are a phenomenal team. Chiefs, they got a new running back. They're bringing him in here. He's incredible. What? And then people go, hey, there's a TikTok video. And there's this lady, and it's kind of controversial because she's, you know, a little more risque than she should be, but she's a mom. And, blah, blah, blah. What, you, and we go, what? And according to Nielsen right now, the average person, everyone should look this up. According to Nielsen, it's a research group, the average person now spends 11.3 hours per day on social media. 11.3 hours per day. That means, think about this. When I was dating my wife, I don't know that I spent 11.3 hours per day with her or even thought about it 11.3 hours per day. I mean, I, I, we were dating. I mean, I called her often, checked on her. I'm married now. I check on her. I, how are you doing? Good to see you. Talk to her at night. Spend time with her every night. Check on her. I don't know. I spent 11.3 hours per day. I mean, could it be said that people are now worshiping the content? Yes, it could be. I mean, people are so irrevocably distracted that they're having a hard time seeing the prophetic aspects of the Bible. The Bible actually states, this will blow your mind, the Bible states that before Christ returns, Syria, Damascus, Syria, has to be turned into a heap of rubble. And someone goes, what? Yeah, Isaiah chapter 17, verse 1, it states very, very clearly, it says, the burden of Damascus, behold, Damascus is taken away from being a city, and it shall be a ruinous heap before Christ return. Well, guess what? Yesterday, Israel announced that if Hezbollah, which is a, kind of like a quasi, it's a proxy army of Iran. If Hezbollah gets involved in the, 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 the Israel war right now, this is what Israel is stating. If Hezbollah gets involved in the Hezbollah war, they're going to destroy Damascus. And why would they destroy Damascus? Because Damascus is where all the weapons have been brought in from China and Russia. And when did China and Russia bring all the weapons there? After the Euphrates River dried up. Why? Because the kings of the east teamed up. And why did uh, Palestine, the leader of Palestine, get flown out to China in June for a banquet to celebrate the fact that China is supporting Palestine militarily and financially? Because they're getting prepared for what? The war. This is all biblical. Mark chapter 13, Matthew chapter 24, Luke chapter 21. It's all happening. And again, I don't know how many churches are talking about Mark chapter 13 this weekend. I don't know. Luke chapter 21. I don't know how many churches are talking about it. All I know is I got a wonderful guy in my office yesterday. He was sitting in this chair. He goes to church every Sunday. I love this guy. And he says to me, dude, I have never in my entire life heard Matthew chapter 24, Mark chapter 13, Luke chapter 21. Isaiah chapter 17, Daniel chapter 2, Revelation chapter 13, Revelation chapter 6, taught by anybody at all with any level of passion or enthusiasm ever, and that's all you talk about at the Reawakened Tour. I'm like, well, yeah, because 27% of the Bible is prophetic, and 73% of the Bible is historical. That's just facts. Mm -hmm. Tell us when you're next. Aside from Miami, do you have any other Reawakened Tours planned? Well... Just true story. We'll keep this between me and you and your listeners. 
I have no idea what's going on. I, I have no idea. So what I do, well, this is real. I, what I do is I talk to Eric Trump, that's President Trump's son. I talk to General Flynn, and they tell me where we're going. And then I say, all right, let's go. You know. So I know that I'm going to Miami, and I'm leaving here in about four hours, and I'll be driving in a white van with my wife and kids, 17 hours. 17 hours, a beautiful drive, 17 hours. Drive there. By the way, the book of Revelation is about one hour and 10 minutes long on the King James Version. So it gives me, I can get through Revelation about 12 times while everyone's sleeping. But so I'm going to go there. Um, and then we're going to go to, and that's, and by the way, if you're listening right now, you can, you can name your price. I haven't lost my mind and I don't hate money. I, this is just how we, I feel like I'm called to do this. So you can pay whatever price you want to pay at time to freeamerica.com. That's October 13th and 14th. And by the way, Trump's entire inner circle's coming now. So Trump's lead attorney, Alina Haba, you see her on camera with Trump all the time. Um, Eric Trump, Laura Trump, Peter Navarro, General Flynn, Mike Lindell, everybody. I mean, the entire, it's like the entire White House is coming to these events. And then you got, uh, December, we're going to Tulare. You should come to that one, by the way. That'll be in, that'll be in, in, in uh, basically right before Christmas in Tulare, California, just outside of Fresno. I didn't even know that was a town 90 days ago. I, I didn't even know that Tulare was a place. And then someone said, oh, no, it's an awesome place. They have a water tower and everything. It's a local small town. They love America. They're So we're going there. So where am I going next? I don't know. I honestly have no idea, no plans, no aspirations. I'm just trying to share the gospel at scale. And I think I feel a lot like probably how, you know, maybe Jesus's, you know, apostles would have felt. They're going, hey, you know, people might say, hey, so, you know, Paul, Luke, where are you guys going tomorrow? They're going, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where he's going. I don't, we're going to follow him. I don't know. And that's kind of, and Jesus did most of his ministry in a three-year period of time. I think I froze there. Jesus did most of his ministry in a three-year period of time. It was like three years just, um, you know, and I, I did zero evangelism or these kinds of things until the age of 40 at all. I, I didn't want to. I still don't even want to. I just feel like I'm supposed to, you know, so I feel like I'm, I'm called to do it. So I have no idea where we're going, Lindsay, but that's what we're doing. Give us our, your website one more time for our listeners can stay in touch with you. Yeah, it's a time to free, excuse me, time to free America.com. Time to free America.com. I'm hopped up on Dayquil here. Time to free America.com. And uh, um, also, if you go to rumble.com and you search for Thrive Time Show, every day I put out between two and 20 shows. I call them shows. People might not believe they're shows, but they're content every day between two and 20 of them. So, like yesterday, we put out, I want to say, 10 shows, you know? And I still keep doing business shows because that's that's what I do. I, I never stop growing companies. I still do that. So um, if you just go to rumble.com, search for Thrive Time Show, you're going to find it. But then like tomorrow, you'll find um, shows from the road because we're driving tomorrow, you know. So, But that's Thrive Time Show on rumble.com. All right. Great. Well, Clay, thank you so much for joining us. You're the best. You are just the best and you're better than the best. And I thank you for your time. Thank you.